Authentic Life Radio, episode number 15. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. I, I have no clue what's going on at this present moment. Why not? You're... <laughs> this, 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 nothing. I'm fine. <laughs> you're cracking me up. Uh, it'll you're, come back. You're here in the studio with me. I am in the studio with you. One of the highlights of my week. I love this time. I do too. That's what's I going do. on. Hey, I just want to say publicly, thank you for doing my dishes. <laughs> Well, thanks for fixing lunch. You're welcome. I loved your lunch. It was delicious. Well, thank you. Normally we go to Kroger. We do. And to have lunch and have soup and salad. Today, Steph fixed I did. our soup and got the salad at Kroger. I did get this. Uh, I had the I had the um the lettuce. Um I had romaine lettuce and spinach already. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, I need mushrooms and cucumbers and and all of that. And I'm like, I'm just going to go to the salad bar and fill up one of those things of what I need rather than buying a cucumber and a thing of mushrooms. And I love that you know so. what I put on my salad. That was so sweet of you. I, I Of was, course, you've watched thanks. me put it together quite often. The only thing I didn't have were um, sesame seeds. You put sesame seeds on it sometimes. Um, no. Or no, sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. That's what I meant. You know where I got my taste for sunflower seeds? Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> I spit those seed things like they're going out of style. You should enter a, a sunflower seed spinning contest. I really should. Yeah. You know why I do that, though? Why? It keeps my mouth out of trouble. When my mouth is full of sunflower seeds, I See? don't do or say something that I shouldn't say. They are your filter. They are. They are. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yes, it is. Now, yes, I love that. Is. I love that we can have those little those little things that distract us mm-hmm. and and keep us. Yeah, it's my nervous habit during yeah. baseball season. Very good. Yeah. Probably awesome. not a very good sodium fix, but you know. Which baseball season for you is is beginning with practices for Luke and stuff, right? Yeah, and Andy's um taken on a head the head coach position this year. So um it's been it's been been very interesting because he's doing all the scheduling and okay. yeah, it is it's a part time job and maybe a three quarters a job, not right. between, you know, what I'm trying to say between part time and full time. And it's, it's a big deal and it's competitive. So yeah, it has started. This is January the 11th. Yes. Today practice started last Saturday. So it has wow. been, it's going to be crazy uh, for us, but it's exciting too, because it's something that um, our family does enjoy mm-hmm. and um, we get to serve uh, other families and other kids. And, and I love that. Um, and I think in a, in maybe a little bit of a different way now that, Andy's the head coach mm-hmm. than just the parent of a player. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It'll be, it'll be really, yeah. that's exciting for it us. Is. And I'll look back on these times and know that we, we were able to, to serve other people. Right. And I love that. Absolutely. That's so fun. Yeah. It is. So, um, last week we, um, I think it was last week. Anyway, you had, um, we were just talking about, our kids and how fast the time is going and how quickly they're growing up. And I know you're very saddened by this being Luke's last year in elementary school, which I totally get. And this morning, actually, as I was watching Matthew and McKenna walk into school because he walks into school right next to her and it is so sweet. And, um, and there will, there will sometime in May or June be a last to that, you know? And, and so anyway, I did take a moment to appreciate that this morning. <laughs> Just that, that is coming to an end. But um, last Tuesday, I think I took Matthew um, on a date. He had come to me and he has, and this, this got me to thinking because we had just talked about um, maybe it was Wednesday. It was on Wednesday while Megan was at dance. That's why I didn't share it last week. So, um, so he had come to me and he said, he didn't say I need new shoes. 
He didn't say my shoes don't fit. He says, Mama, I think I need to have my foot measured. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, why, buddy? He's like, well, because I think I've grown. And um, I I think my foot's grown. And I said, okay, well, we can can do that. We'll go out and we'll get your foot measured and, and stuff. So we dropped Megan off at dance. And then we had two hours. It was just the two of us. And he was trying to describe to me the kind of shoe he wanted and anyway we went and we got his foot sure enough his foot had grown and which didn't surprise me because he's grown taller you know also but we're on our way to how much had it grown um like in like a size like Like, yeah and um so they weren't all squished in there which i have done before me too right i love that that make you feel like the best parent in the world i love getting the mom of the year award i think like I think my the worst that I've ever done, Lydia has grown two sizes. So did Megan. Oh, I love that. That just makes you feel so good. <laughs> when you're like, shh, your foot fits in this shoe. And really it doesn't. Yeah. No, done oh, that. And oh. um so we dropped Megan off and we went to Starbucks and just had a little bit of time together. And then we went to the mall. Um to get the kind of shoe he was in. He ended up getting a Vans, which he oh, didn't yeah. get a sneaker, you know, or a gym shoe. But, um, I love Vans. Those I are know. fun. Yeah. So they're really cute and they're like, um, black and white checkered. And I'm sure they're cool. Probably not on the cute heel. for a boy, but you right. know, we, we talking, it's a mom word. It's, a cool, it's cute for girls. It's right. cool for guys. It, it's totally rad, man. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> My son is just going to at some point have to accept the fact that his mom's a girl and I talk in girl terms. It's it's girl talk. Yes, we got it. Um, Mom talk. So on our way to Starbucks, um, he says, Mom, when we get there, can you stay in the car and let me open your door for you? And I was like, yeah, which was very hard, by the way. (laughs) And um, and so we get to start or. After that, um, he says, you know, I really want to start acting like a teenager. And I said, okay. He goes, and not one of those bad ones who like smokes and drinks beer and, but like a good one and a responsible one. But I love that. That's what he thinks teenagers do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, um, so I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're, you're, I'm just telling him that he's been very good lately and he's becoming a very responsible young man. And, um, and so building into, into that and I'm like, I'm very proud of you. And, um, I mean, we got in and out of the car several times. He opened my door for me every time, not just getting out, but when we got in also. Mm -hmm. And, and it was just one of those moments where I'm just, he is becoming a young man. Right. He's becoming a young man and it is going so fast. So that happens on Wednesday night. Thursday morning, um, we get up and I'm packing his lunch. And on Thursday, they took um, sandwiches with something. I don't don't know what else was in the goldfish and carrots and snow peas. Or did they have fruit that day? I don't know. It doesn't matter. What was in the lunch doesn't matter except for the sandwich. Because we've been cutting their sandwiches and different shapes with cookie cutters. So last night I have this little man, 10 years old, telling me that he wants to start behaving like a teenager. And then Thursday morning we wake up and he picks out his shape for his sandwich and it's a dinosaur. Oh, that's precious. I love (laughs) that. I love it. I just, I loved it because he is still Mm -hmm. a little boy. Absolutely. Very much wanting to be a young man. And so I just, I don't want to lose that little boy so fast. It's amazing how they go back and forth, isn't it? I know, it, it is. I, I love that. Um, speaking of um, of dating and everything, yes. I have been, it is so hard. We try to date our kids as well, but it's been a long time since we've had the time to be able to date. Right. Uh, like to find the quality time to do that. We're just. You're busy. It's busy. It's so hard to find the time. It really, really is. And so I'm like, okay, I've got to find the time to do it. And where, where are we going to do that at? And when are we going to do that? So Luke has been asking his dad to take him out to breakfast. Okay. And so Andy doesn't work on Wednesday morning. So Andy said, I will take you out to breakfast 
and it happened to be today's Wednesday. Okay. It's today. Today. And it um and so he's going to take Lydia out next Wednesday. Okay. So we I think we're going to do it every other Wednesday where where we're going to take our kids out on Wednesday mornings. mornings. So th- I think that we're hopefully going to um, date our kids for breakfast that on Wednesday awesome. morning and just yeah. trade off. And it'll yeah. probably be every other Wednesday. Okay. So bi-monthly. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. How do you have to do that? Well, so, it'll be about seven o'clock. Okay. And I, and that'll work. Until next year. I'm wondering about that. <laughs> Not to, I love I that. I love that. But I know. I know you're already worried about getting. I was. I, all right. I actually, yeah. I, I know. I was thinking about that. How are we going to make it work in middle school? Right. And and then, but, and I was like, I'll worry about it. That's right. Next time. It's not a worry for today. It's exactly. Just it's, a wonder. It's a, yes. But we'll, we'll make it work. But um, so today I said, so Andrew, what did you guys talk about today? And, uh, and so he was like, I just, some guy talk. I was like, can you just tell me like, like a story or something? I mean, what is this guy talk? Well, we talked about the reds and Luke's really excited because they got this new, I think it was a pitcher. And so we talked about that and, and he said, and then I, he did talk about what he wants to be when he grow up. And I said, oh, really? What, what's that? What's he want to be? Right. Um, well, his first choice is an NBA player. Okay. His second choice is an MLB player. Okay. His third choice is a, an NFL player. Okay. And <laughs> the and boy I, wants to play major league sports. And I said, and his fourth choice his fourth choice is to sell cars. I said, what? <laughs> he's going to. No, see, here's the this thing. No, no, okay, 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 I, said, go ahead. I said, what? He said, yeah, his fourth choice is to sell cars. I said, why? And he said, well, basically, he wants to work for himself because he wants to be able to drive a Corvette. <laughs> Wait, I was like, he wants to drive a Corvette. He wants to drive a Corvette. I said, I'm so glad I'm raising a child. That once you're raising a man, that's exactly what you're raising. It's <laughs> exactly, exactly right. I said, I here I was trying to raise. I said, that makes me feel so good as a mom because I've been wanting to raise a child that wants to give of themselves and wants to serve mankind and <laughs> wants to do something. No, I'm a guy that wants to drive a Corvette, n- wants to play sports and drive a Corvette. Now I know I'm doing great as a mom. Here's the thing. He has a goal <laughs> and he knows what career he has to follow to reach that goal play sports and drive a corvette my job as <laughs> the a mom go hand in hand my job as a mom has just been great absolutely <laughs> i thought it was hilarious it is. so I, I i know i need to keep in mind that he's 11 right so but um yeah so he's going to either play sports <laughs> or sell cars so he can drive a corvette <laughs> and there we have it or he'll play sports and then when he retires <laughs> It'll sell cars. It'll sell cars. It will be the Luke Raider franchise. <laughs> so <laughs> I am totally good. As long as he has a Toyota, I'll be like, I'll go to Luke Raider Toyota. You can buy your Highlander. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. I was it's like, fantastic. I've never heard of anything of well, the sort. Telling me as his first customer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, well, maybe he'll keep me stocked in cars. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I just thought, oh gracious. Oh, well, that's all right. I love so. that. I, but I do. I love the the workings of their mind. You uh-huh. know, um, Cliff is reading The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Uh-huh. Matthew wants to read that. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, I want I want to change the way I think about about money. And um, I don't think Luke's concerned about money. He just wants right. a Corvette. Yeah, right. Oh. Well, no, but like I've never heard my son say anything right. that he wants to be when he grows up. Like never. <clears throat> and but. But he's thinking about being successful. He's thinking about what it means to be success. You know, it's interesting too because I for 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 men, they're they they I think, and I mean I and I and I don't want to totally put, um, but they are the providers they are. most of the in mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. Not saying that women don't provide; they provide different ways. But I think a lot of the times, um. I think men feel the pressure. Feel the pressure. In a way that women don't. In, in a way that women don't. I think so. I think that that's what I'm trying to say. Right. There's this pressure out there and um, and it's a different kind of pressure Act, right. than, I, than I feel. Like I don't, you know, there was a time, it used to be like they'd have to go out and hunt. 
<laughs> and kill with the bow and the arrow. It just has always been that way. Yes. And it's kind of like, and then the women would. Uh, I, I go hunt Kroger and I bring it home. <laughs> there you go. But you know what I'm trying to say? It's like I this do. provider Absolutely. mentality. And I think that, I think Luke, see, at least that that's that it's that way in our family. Mm-hmm. I, we just have, Andy and I have different roles. Absolutely. Um, and, and maybe that's, I'm stereotyping, but I guess in our family, um, and so I'm, I guess I am stereotyping, but in our family, that's the way Andy's, it is. Yeah. It's, that's the way that it is. Andy's more the provider mm-hmm. in material things. I'm the provider in the emotional things, mm-hmm. sometimes too emotional, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I thought we were going to start, stop using that word to describe you too emotional. You're not too anything. Well, you're exactly right. You're just right. The mm-hmm. way you are. I am. I'm not too much. And you're not too little. Uh-huh. You're- oh, speaking of that. Okay. Speaking of not <laughs> talking about myself. So you you call me and you said, Sarah, I have this really cool thing that I want to share with you about my prayer journal. I did. And so you tell me. I tell you that um, it was in like 2003, uh-huh. I think, that um, I had written in my prayer journal. Um it says, thank you for Sarah, who reminds me to see you even in the small things. Which shocks me because that was before we were really even really close or anything. And I said to you, now I was holding up the, we were on the phone and I was holding up the phone to my left ear right. and my son, I was in the, and I was in our living room and, and I was sitting in a chair, my son's sitting in the other chair mm-hmm. and he's, so he's on my right side. Right. And I said, so you're in my left ear. My son's over here in my right ear. And I said, that makes me feel so good. At least I, and I said, I can't believe that God was even using me then. And, and, and we had this friendship and that it makes me feel good that God was using me then. At least I know I'm not too much of a loser. And both you and Luke at the same time, you you've were never, never been, been a loser. loser. You've never been a loser. Verbatim, the exact same words at the exact same time. You've never been a loser. Both of you. <laughs> it was in stereo. I was like, oh my goodness. And it was the coolest thing because verbatim, here is you saying that. And here's Luke saying that. The exact same words at the exact same time. It was like, God was like saying, God was saying, Sarah, you've never been a loser. Do I need to hit you upside the head is what God was saying. And I think I'm going to. If you I'm don't sending stop Stephanie over. Or she's <laughs> on her way right now. <laughs> but that is something that Luke really is really good at. He knows. And, I, and I'm really open and honest with him with my struggles of, you know, um, that I, I don't want to talk like that about myself. And, and Luke is a really great encourager. Mm-hmm. Now, he struggles with a lot of other things, too, because he's an 11-year-old boy. And, right. and we talk about, you know, his struggles and, and everything. But he he's really a great encourager. Yes. And, and so he's like, and you said, it was verbatim and it was in stereo. And I was like, and I said, I am so sorry. You all are right. And I should not talk about myself like that. <laughs> it was hilarious. And um, I was just... So thank you guys for hitting me upside the head. You're and welcome. thank you God for hitting me upside the head with that. I should not talk about, we should not talk about ourselves like that. No, and I, and we I should just, not. And I just thought it was really funny. And it's, here's one thing. It's, it's really hard to break. It is. It is. Especially, okay. I, I think about myself that I'm someone, I will, I will tear myself down for a joke. For a laugh. For a laugh. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm okay with, people can laugh at me. I don't really care unless I'm like on the floor bleeding. Then please help me <laughs> laugh later. I'm sorry, but that's not funny. But then, then I hear I'm laughing. <laughs> but um, but I will. I I am perfectly comfortable making a joke of myself. Um, and so it's really hard to change that about myself and to um to not say negative things about myself or um just to take in what a compliment that someone's trying to just to take that in and say thank you rather than have some or def- deflect it or right. say oh i don't yeah. think so right. or you know it like was it last week you were talking about us being confident and and then i'm like oh whatever you know and and you caught me in that moment you uh-huh. know i it's so it's very difficult to stop that action mm-hmm. and just to take something in mm-hmm. you know last um 
Okay, so over the weekend, my husband thought the only way to get himself checked out was to check himself into, just to go to the ER and get checked into the hospital. Okay, I would have waited until Monday and go gone to the doctor. <laughs> like, seriously. Anyway, but the longer, like, the longer he had certain symptoms, the more he was convincing himself that something was wrong. And so it really, it was becoming a, a panic issue. Um, yeah. Because, you know, anyway, because he just didn't know. So my husband spent the weekend in the hospital and um which was smart it really was mm -hmm. and i mean he's excuse me has a you know he's perfectly healthy yeah clean he, bill of health i picked him up um on monday and he's like there's nothing wrong with my heart there's nothing wrong with my brain and i said well medically there's nothing wrong with your brain <laughs> and um <laughs> but you know he he's completely healthy and now he can focus on um, losing the rest of his weight and 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 truly living in this really healthy body that that we're trying to create for ourselves, and um, and so he spent the he spent the weekend in the hospital. On Saturday, which is the day that he was admitted, Saturday evening, and um, I stayed with him. You know, I went to the ER with him. I stayed with him until they put him upstairs in a room, and um. And I was there until about 11. Well, um, I, we get up to his room. They put him in the cardiac unit because obviously he started with chest pain. So that's where they put him. And um, across the hall, there was this older woman. And you could tell she was, she, you could tell she was elderly because of her voice. Um, she had a little bit of a slurred speech. So it sounded like she may have had a stroke or something. Um, anyway, she was across the hall. And the nurse goes in to help her and she's like, you can hear the nurse. She's like, well, honey, you know, why are you getting out of bed? You need to lay back down. You need, do you, do you know where you are? <laughs> you know, asking her all, and then the, the, the lady just goes off on the nurse. I know where I am and I'll lay down when I'm ready. And just, <laughs> I mean, really. A spitfire. Yeah. And, um, although not very, not very nice. Oh, I not mean, a nice yeah, spitfire. She was, yeah. Not a nice spitfire at all. Oh. And, um, and I told Cliff, I'm like, you know, I've always, I've always been afraid of getting old, but it's more like w when I look at my two grandmas, you know, if I can get old and be like my nanny who is 82 and still is walking the farm and taking care of animals and, you know, um, you know, feeding the cows and, and still d fixing fences. I mean, she's completely self-sufficient self-sufficient you can't go into her home without her making you a meal i mean she's still taking care of other people and herself um her kids will tell you that she's hard of hearing but i think she just wants you to think that <laughs> okay so that is that is my nanny and then there was my grandma marge who's my mom's mom and um she hated being older she constantly complained about the way her body looked, the the wrinkles, and she didn't like the way her hands looked anymore, um, and just was constantly complaining about being old. And um, and it's always been my fear that I would that I would be like that I would complain about growing older. I'll tell you, at thirty three, I love being older. <laughs> I feel more grown up right now than I ever have ever. Um. So Cliff says, so I'm telling him this and, and sharing this with him. And he's like, you could never be like that, though. He's like, you are too, you have too much of nanny in you to to ever be like that. And he's like, now that I think about it, you are the spitting image of your nanny. And um, he's like, and he, he goes on. He's like, you are the spitting image of her. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, now that I think about it, you're tenacity your spirit your stubbornness your honoriness you're exactly like her. and i i looked at him and I'm like i could not have been paid a higher compliment that's exactly ever. right that is so cool i was i and i'm still living off of that uh -huh, high uh -huh. and that was saturday night that is awesome you know? so yeah because so to know your nanny that that is a really really cool compliment it was so i was it was awesome it was awesome mm -hmm. that that he had those words to share with me mm -hmm. to, to say that about my character and, and my spirit. Now yeah. I will in the same breath tell you that I believe their strengths and weaknesses, depending on how I choose to use them. Yes, that but, is so um, true. 
but I really, I was really honored that, that he would even compare me to her. That is so cool. So anyway, it was just fun. Yeah. Especially if you can make your, the food like your nanny. Mm, sometimes I can. Sometimes I can't. <laughs> you, no, you're an incredible cook. Thank you. You are an incredible cook. Thank you. I can't quite get the pork chops right, but honestly, I shouldn't be eating them like that anymore anyway. Oh, I know. We went, we went up to um Andy's grandparents mm-hmm. uh, over Christmas break. Okay. And um, yeah, like December 30th. So mm-hmm. right before New Year's. And they grew up on, he grew up on a farm okay. in Northern Ohio. And his grandparents have always been farmers. And the way she cooks, I tell you what, I love the way she cooks. And they're in their 80s as well. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could cook like that. But if I cook like that, I would be like, I know, right? 737 pounds. I know. Like butter. <laughs> Out the wazoo. <laughs> okay, so I remember this episode of um I I like Paula Dean. Oh. I, I just I love Paula Dean. Who doesn't? Yes, right? but it's Paula Dina. Right. It is Paula Dina. My I daughter, know. Lydia loves to cook and Lydia loved to watch Paula Paula Dean cook. Paul, yeah. But he she always called her Paula Dina. And still I does. still call her Paula Dina. I still Dina. call her Paula yeah, Dina too. I, I think she started calling her Paula Dina at like two or two and a half yeah. or three and Every single time she would hear was Paula Dina, Paula Dina, Paula Dina. And so I cannot. Which actually sounds like all one. Paula Dina, like, Paula Dina. Yeah. Like it's her first name. It's Paula Dina. It's Paula so, Dina. Yep. Um, so I, anyway, I really like her. And she was on Oprah one day and she's fixing this, whatever it is. And, um, and Oprah asks her about the butter. And she's like, how do you do? And she goes, honey, I am your cook, not your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the it's, truth it was so funny but i mean that is exactly what it's like going to my nanny's house to you know andy's grandpa it is it is butter it is crisco it is so yeah, good it is so good listen so she's making eggs i just if we make eggs we just we have non-stick cooking spray spray yes mm-hmm. or just yeah it's non-stick cooking spray and then we have the non-stick cooking pans Pan. mm-hmm not at grandma's house she get out the butter butter or she get out the she get out the oil and she puts in that she gets she gets out the eggs (laughs) and she slathers on that butter oh and that okay well first of all she decided she was gonna make um like ham and cheese and um and I'm see I'm salivating. <laughs> <laughs> and we're stuffed. We just, yeah, well, we just I ate. am anyway. <laughs> so, but, um, and she even got like gluten-free bread and everything for Andy. So he awesome. could have them. Like she was so, it was so sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, she like totally, not only has she been cooking a certain way her whole right. life, but she knew that Andy couldn't eat this way. So she went out and she did all the shopping for gluten-free stuff. So Andy could eat and she cooked it that way first. So then the rest of us could eat. But so it was really sweet. So like that she redid awesome. everything yes. in the way that very thoughtful. But anyways, so she decided she was going to make ham and cheese and egg sandwiches. Okay. For breakfast. Yum. Okay. So she lathered up that real butter on the bread. Okay. And and then she and did that. But she put butter in the pan first and then she lathered up the bread and then she put the eggs in oil <laughs> And then, I mean, like, and it was ham and then, the, and then the cheese and then, oh my goodness. I'm telling you, like, it was so, so delicious. And I, all of your calories for the day. For seven days, it probably, <laughs> no, probably six but days. Know, and then on the seventh day, you rest. so good. And, and then, then on the seventh, <laughs> that's where that came from. Absolutely. the rest from eating. That's exactly right. It was a whole experience. On the, on the seventh day, you fast. That's that's, it's, it a holy, it's a holy experience there. <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then, and then that was just breakfast. Oh, that was just breakfast. And then you have lunch and then, and, and she had these things. I don't even, I don't. It was like this hamburger and this rice and this sauce and 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 then I don't even know I don't I don't even know but it's good it's all so good so good and an incredible incredible cook mm. I, but it, it's just delicious and I wish I could go up there and eat but you know here's the thing they've been cooking like that but he, they worked 
they so absolutely hard absolutely hard hard work i was listening to grandpa talk about how they how they worked mm-hmm. and he was describing the things that they put their bodies through and the way that they had I mean, they didn't have the modern, not saying that farmers today don't work hard. I know that they work hard. Right. They work extremely, extremely hard. But back in the day when he was farming, they worked. It was different. It was different. They didn't have the modern machinery that they have mm-hmm. even now. Right. And so he was talking about the 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 hundreds and 50 pound things that he was having to mm-hmm. lift over all these fences and just right. all the stuff. And it was just fascinating to hear him talk and explain all these things. And then... And so, of course, when they would come in, they were famished. They had worked off thousands of calories exactly. in a day's time. You know, I bet they they would end it with a deficit. Probably even with all that butter, I would imagine so. You know? A stick I, of butter, what, what, what nothing. No. And, you know, here's the thing is I came home. And so my parents sat with the kids while we were gone. So I came home and um, my dad was sleeping in the chair. <laughs> and... um but I'm telling my mom that, that Cliff said these things and that I was just so excited and we got to talking about it and how um, even 20 years ago, now Nanny's 82, and um, which I think a couple of weeks ago I said she's 83, but she's not. She's 82. She'll be 83 in August. Yes. Please don't make her older than she yeah, is. No, yes. Right. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and so she's, you know, my mom's telling the story about how when she and my dad first got together that, you know, she was up helping nanny do something and um she's like okay well what do you want me to do and um nanny says well we need to move these bales of hay or whatever and mm-hmm. nanny who was you know in her 60s at the time hoisted up and puts it on her back and starts walking over and my mom goes to hoist it. she's like <laughs> and she's like and i could only get it to like my waist and then i'm like trying to you know mosey over there to to get it where it was but um but yeah they just worked differently mm-hmm. they just did mm-hmm. it's crazy and i never had to do farm work no we yeah we don't understand that kind of hard labor our our mine and yours i mean there i yeah. know that they're we don't our kids don't understand that mm-hmm. kind of hard labor and it's fascinating to me that in order to burn calories you and i have to get on an elliptical I know to burn I, off that butter. Let me to tell burn you. off the butter. <laughs> I don't even cook with butter. I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> to burn off the butter that we were eating at so Nanny's. that I can go eat at Nanny's. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You are so right. So when um, I'm gonna look this up really quick because you said the elliptical. Um, I just started. I just started running mm-hmm. this week. Um, to train for the Nashville half marathon that I'm going to do in April. And it is my goal to actually run this marathon. I'm so excited. And Thank I know you. that you will do it. And um, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a run. I'm not a runner. I have to truly condition my body to, to be able to do this. And I'm really excited about it and I'm looking forward to it. But um, so last week I was, I think that's the one. Let me look it up. Um, last week I was on the elliptical and knowing that starting on Monday, I was going to start running and it's on the treadmill and I'm doing a walk run where I walk for two minutes and run for two minutes. But I'm finding that my body is able to do it more than I thought I could. So next week, I'm going to continue with that for this week. And then next week, I'm going to try to run for three, walk for two and see what I can do. I'm, I'm going to see what my body will let me do. I'm going I'm to try it out. So, um, but anyway, I was walking or I was on the elliptical and I'm listening to, um, the Transformers 2 soundtrack because it's really upbeat, a lot of, a lot of upbeat, hard music on there. Yeah. And, um, and this song comes on and let me see if, is that, Hold on, I have to actually. I'm trying to find the lyrics to the song. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I think this is it. So I sang a breakup song. I sang a breakup song to... This isn't it. This is the wrong one. Let me find the right song. But I sang a breakup song to the elliptical. (laughs) You did. I did. I broke up with the elliptical. (laughs) Oh, you poor, poor thing. See, I love the elliptical and I cannot break up with the elliptical. And I will tell you why. My knee, 
my left knee will yes. not let me break up with the elliptical. I know. Because I've had four knee surgeries on my left knee. And you, get, you get a lot of better movement on the elliptical. I do. And it's so much better for me and for my joints on the elliptical. I do, I do use the treadmill, but it's just so much healthier for me on the elliptical. The elliptical and I were bonded. We have, we we kind of have a marriage covenant. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So it's kind of like well, we won't so, break up, you know, and yeah. that that is what worked for me. I lost 70 pounds. Yes. Me, and, me and the elliptical. We we did it together. And so, <laughs> me and the elliptical. So um, so I'm running and I'm listening to this to this music and I'm just thinking that, OK, I have this many more elliptical workouts mm-hmm. and then I'm going to start running on the treadmill through the winter. And then, you know, I'll be running right. outside closer to. And I know that they're completely different and yes. so nobody needs to call and tell Correct. me. Um, you I, know it. You've I got it. You're ready. Have, I've read and I know, and um, it actually says that I'm going to run on the treadmill to keep it on a 1% or a 1.5% incline because the resistance is closer to running outside. So I've been doing that. And okay. Anyway, but um, so the song comes on in my ears and it says, um, I wonder what you'll take from me today. My sanity or just my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was close anyway um what is it where is it where is it okay i know i'll never i know i'll never get back to how we were before because i don't know that because i know that i don't love you anymore it's hard to keep pretending it's hard to ignore i know that i don't love you anymore <laughs> Oh, it makes me want to cry. I, I know. I, I broke up with the elliptical oh. last week. And oh. so it was, but I had a really, I had a really good laugh about it. Yes, you should. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm like, I'm kind of crazy. I'm singing to the elliptical. <laughs> well, you know, when you have that kind of intimate bond with something, we even did. if it's the elliptical, right. 70 pounds you owe that elliptical. I owe, I'm I just do. kidding. I do. But actually that's a pretty, um, that's like, that's pretty bonding. Even if it is yeah. just, in an an in well, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. It, an object that doesn't mean it's, anything. Right. <laughs> it's not alive. <laughs> I can't think of the word. Somebody could e- somebody can e- email me that word. They, they will. I'm sure Someone they will. will. Somebody yeah, smarter than me. To- <laughs> somebody smarter than me. Email me that word. There you go. But um, maybe I'll come up with it as I go along. My brain's just not working today. But yeah, I do owe the elliptical a lot, mm-hmm. and, and I'm okay saying that. Uh-huh. I am. Um, we were good friends, and. Maybe we will be again someday. But, that word's uh, going to drive me nuts. I cannot think. I hate when I can't think of a word. I know. Oh, that's all right. I'll, I'm going to move past it. It happens to me all the time. I'm going to move past it. I told here. you upstairs, my dad calls it some timers. Thank you. Sometimes yes. it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> this is the sometimes it doesn't work. I've got to move past that's it. Right. You move past it. So um, anyway, I am. I, I'm running. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I've just got to get moving again. <laughs> You're spinning in your chair. That's that's not what I'm talking about. That's not really working. The parts of my body that need to get. I thought moving. you and Andy were working out in the mornings, like way early. Oh, I like tried that freakishly early. That's disgusting. Oh, Andy's. Oh, Andy yeah. does. Andy's, Tell him I think it's disgusting. Andy's a freak of nature. He really <laughs> is. <laughs> I don't understand that man. I love him. Yeah, and and he just you know you know he's like that. He's just got that mentality that right. he just, he enjoys torture. <laughs> he does. My husband is just that kind of person. He just, just, what the more pain, the better. He would have been a really good military person. I'm really shocked that he did not go that route. And actually he works out with military people. Yes. At the Y. This. Right. And on Friday mornings, he's actually joined their group. And now he's actually on, sometimes he's actually leading them. Wow. These are the people that help train the Navy SEALs and my husband's working out with them. Like, that's just how weird Torture. he is. Yes, exactly right. right. He's just a weird person. Very proud of him, but very weird. And he actually, he was talking to them about maybe joining the reserves. Okay. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. But like I think your schedule needs something else. Thank you. Um, but I don't think that that's going to work out. Do you want me to text it to him? <laughs> yes, you need to, because I don't have a phone right now. I know. Thank you. No, okay. Not only do I not have a computer, now I do not have a phone. <laughs> Today, oh, my droid stopped working. Yes, I, I just don't have 
<gasps> that's right. It's a droid. It is droid. Droid. <laughs> and it's not working. <laughs> I have have no computer, no droid. No, nothing. I have nothing. I should start singing Whitney Houston. I have nothing. But you nothing. are going to go tomorrow. Nothing. Okay. If you don't have me. That's if right. I so. don't. See, that's why technology sucks. Oh, stinks. Sorry. <laughs> it just stinks. Like everything breaks. And it's probably because I'm I the do. operator. No, I don't think you. I, I don't think, I think it's that you. it is. I no, really do. I think it's, it's because I'm the operator. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. We're, I'm going to. It'll work out. It'll be fine. Speaking of breaking up, well, I'll just change it to Cedric from Sarah's technology. There we thing. go. I'm breaking up with technology. No, that's not really don't. what it is. Um, it's interesting because uh, you were talking about breaking up, but which made me think about, and I said I made a marriage covenant yes, with, you did. Yes. with the elliptical because I had to. Um, and and then I started talking about thinking about my husband, who's a freak of nature and everything mm-hmm. else. And I love him dearly. I know. Um, and I'm very proud of him. But Lydia has been, and it's interesting when um, your kids start noticing things. Mm-hmm. And Lydia has been really obsessed with um, with mine and Andy's marriage recently. Okay. And she's been asking a lot of questions. And I think it has to do with, um, she's, she keeps saying, are you and daddy going to stay married? Hmm. Are you and daddy going to stay married? And um, she has several friends that she has been seeing going through divorce. She's in second grade mm-hmm. and, um, and Andy and I have had problems, not had problems. That's not what I'm trying to say, but we, our marriage is definitely not perfect. And our kids have, um, we try not to like, we don't, Andy and I aren't screamers or anything like that. That's not how we work things out. They have seen us argue, but we always resolve it if they see us argue. Um, but, um, so, but we don't actually Andy and I are in a really good place right now. So that I just want everybody to know that. So for her, it is. Um, and the reason I say that, and I'm just going to go off on a little tangent right here. Go for it. Um, I saw an interview with, um, with a, with the power couple who is in the ministry. And okay. they said that, that their marriage has never had any problems. And I just want to say whatever to right. that. I want you all to know that Andy and I, um, have a, a relate both of us have relationship with Christ and Andy is a therapist and um we have marriage problems okay yeah. um we're not perfect and our marriage has never been perfect um and <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that because he and I are both sinners <laughs> and exactly. um and so I just want you all to know that right yeah <laughs> just I mean, out of the gate it's this it's the same well I mean they have a whole um Anybody could go listen to Family from the Heart and know that Cliff and I have have a yeah, typical so, way. We're two individuals trying to you right, know. and we're like, and so like we're both growing yes. and changing. Really? And so, um, so this, so this power couple said That's that they crazy in their in their long time marriage. It's long like years. They really never had any kind of marriage problems. And I'm okay, like, wait, but I think that's a problem. Correct. There you go. Thank you. Uh, so I just want you all to know that I'm the first to admit that our marriage is not perfect, right. and we have problems and like any couple because there's a lot of times people say well you guys must not either have problems or Andy does therapy on I'm like well no that's not gonna work either but just so you all know and that's a marriage problem within itself yeah (laughs) just so you all know and um and so it's just interesting that 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 couple said that and just really bothered me so anyways so I just want, she asked me that and I just want you all to know that it has nothing to do with like Andy and I right now or right. anything like that. But I, it's because of, um, she has friends and, um, that are, her parent, their parents are going through, through that. And she's seeing that. And so it was just interesting that, you know, that she would come to me and she would ask that. And it's not to shame anybody that has ever had, has had a divorce or going through a divorce, but it was just interesting that she's that she in her little mind was just thinking about that. Right. You know, are you and daddy going to stay married? And I, and the reason I can say um, yes is because Andy and I have made the choice that we are going to stay married. Right. Um, marriage is hard. It is hard. And I was just thinking that when I said made the marriage covenant with the elliptical, it is marriage is just hard. It is. And when I heard that couple say that, that they that they've just never had any marriage problems. I was just like, like, whatever. Do you live on the same continent? Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> and um, and I just that really really bothered me. Yeah, it really really did because I'm just the first to admit that I I'm just I'm not perfect, and so you're just gonna have problems, y- y- right? Right. And um, right. And but you're we're always gonna. I've made a covenant to work them out. out. Mm-hmm. And um and and go through the muck and the mire to try to to, to try, try to, to yeah do you know work it out with him because I've made this covenant with him um not easy Mm-mm. not all the time easy but but worth w- but worth it absolutely um um so anyways just just interesting it is but I would never say that we've it is interesting that we don't that it's that we've not had any problems or. Right that it's been easy or anything like that. Right. So anyways, so that that's, it's, it's really weird. Um, it's not weird. It's, um, I don't know what descriptive word I would use. It's different. Um, my kids are surrounded by divorced people. I mean, um, they know that my parents have been married more than once. Um, they know that who I call mom, my stepmom is not the woman who gave birth to me because they also have a Nana, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they, they know that. Um, but even they ask often if we're, you know, and, it, and it's, it, it, Cliff and I are two very different <laughs> emphasis on the word different people trying to live in the same house and make this marriage work. And it's not always pretty. And sometimes it's just downright ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's usually my fault because I'm not nice all the time. And, uh, and I can say that I'm in, um, but it is, it's just marriage is just hard. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to die to self. Yes. And love is not, there there are some times that I feel really, really in love with my husband. Like I feel that I feel really, really in love with him. And then there are times that I look at him like, I was only 18. Can I take it back? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I know. But it, like, it's a choice. It is. It it's is a choice. choice. Like, like right now I need to choose to get on the elliptical because I don't feel like it at mm-hmm. all. I really. You don't uh, love it anymore, do you? No. I actually despise that elliptical and I have not chosen to get on it at all. Luckily, um, my jeans are still okay with it. <laughs> Luckily. But they're not going to be that way for long. Oh, you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. And and it, and it and it becomes like there has to be some kind of um, and if you don't choose, it, it's going to my jeans are going to start showing that it's the same thing with marriage. If you don't like start putting effort, effort into it, it you're exactly. my marriage starts showing it. And so anyways, it's the same kind of thing. Like you, ha- you have to choose to um, to put effort into it, even if you don't feel like it. Absolutely. And um. So I think especially when you don't feel like it. Yes. And somebody has to end up when those feelings aren't there. Cause Andy and I went through a really hard time. 2011 was really, really a difficult year. And I think I've said, I think I said this last time, but mm-hmm. Andy and I, we, we kissed um, at new year's mm-hmm. for 2012. I don't know if I said this or not, but mm-hmm. we, ki- I, I didn't, mm-hmm. we kissed at 2000 when it turned 2012 and said, Oh, we are so glad that 2011 is over. Really? Oh my goodness. Good. It was a very, very difficult year. It was so hard in so many different ways and hard, but we both grew in so many. Mm-hmm. We're just, we were, we're really looking forward to 2012. 2012. And, and, and in a lot of ways, our marriage was hard. Right. And, and I love the man. I love him. But there were times that I was just like, what in the world's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm just really grateful that I can always know that we're going to choose each other. Absolutely. And we keep saying that. We keep saying that we're going to choose each other. We're going to choose each other. Always. But the feelings aren't always there, which means that I that does go back to the elliptical thing i think i need to choose the elliptical do i need to go with you well you broke up with the elliptical i'm not going to uh (laughs) i'm not going to tempt you to go back to something that you're not supposed to go back to my friend (laughs) 
I don't think that I can never go back to it. I oh, broke right up now. with it for a time. For a time yeah. in a season. We're taking a break. Oh, you're on a break. We're on a break. <laughs> you're on a break. So it's not a full-fledged breakup. Um, like a full-fledged, I'll see you later. It's, you're on a break. Yeah. Oh, is it like a, a friend's break like Rachel and Ross? <laughs> Maybe. You're on a break. That got him in trouble, though. <laughs> I love that show. It's been a long time that since I've seen it. That show is great. Yeah. Can I talk about my kids again? Well, you know we're co we're co we host, we're co just saying, can i completely change the subject well of course uh, okay um i just heard megan come in mm-hmm. like cliff went and picked her up and and so i just heard them come in the middle schooler the, my middle schooler and so yesterday um she comes home from school well yesterday i didn't pick her up i was volunteering at the elementary school so i just had her walk there to to meet me rather than <laughs> Megan and I are waiting at each other. I it's love so Megan. Megan's Megan's my fave middle Thank school you. ever. Thank you. Middle schooler ever. That is Aww. not true. I said good morning. I love you. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Okay. So I'm going to finish telling my story. Go away now. It was nice to meet you. No. Go away. <laughs> I like your headband though, Megs. You're welcome. Her hair was down, but she put it, it was, up. But I it really was liked. so pretty. It looked, cur- it was, um, I hot rolled it this morning oh. for her. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay. As long as it's clean. Sweet. All right, go away now so I can finish telling the story. So yesterday, Megan comes and um, she meets me at the elementary school. So I don't have to, you know, sign out and pick her, whatever. Um, plus, it was a beautiful day. So it was, she, I mean, it was beautiful for her to walk down there. Um. And she comes in and she says, I have some good news and I have some bad news. And so she tells me her news and we talk about it. And then we come home and she tells Cliff the same news in the same way. I have some good news and I have some bad news. So she gives him the bad news first and then she gives him the good news. And um, and the good news was someone had um, a friend's dad. Now, the friend was in the car also, but um, a friend's dad had offered to drive her from the middle school to the elementary school and she declined the ride. And so, so that was her, her good news. And Cliff says to her, um, you, that was a good choice. You made good choices today. And, um, and Megan's response back to him was because mom tells me to every day. Now um, I have to go back to, I watch parent. I just told Sarah the story. So I'm she's hearing it twice, but um, I'm watching parenthood and I really like that show when it first before the pilot came on, they would always show this um, this commercial where Lauren Graham would tell her teenage kids as they're going into the high school, make good choices. <laughs> and I love it. So I, I adopted it and I've now created it my own. And when Megan gets out of the car, I tell her, I love you. Have a great day. Make good choices. And so when Cliff said you made good choices today, she says that's because mom tells me to. And I look at it and I'm like, if it was really only that easy, mm-hmm. like, can it really only be that easy? And he's like, but maybe it can because we are continually reminding her to make good choices. There are some kids who are never told to make good choices. And so I, it just got me to thinking about maybe helping my kids succeed is just to remind them to make good choices. I Could, hope, I hope so. I hope that it can like, can, can part of it be that easy? Maybe. Just a small part. I mean, yes. And clearly I, they're still going to make the choices. Yes. And I think, though, that there's going to be times that they're not going to make good choices. And our behavior in that moment. Correct. That's exactly so right. so important. That's exactly right. It's more important than when they do make good choices. Yes. I think both are going to speak volumes. I think back on the times when I made poor choices mm-hmm. and what did or did not happen when I made those poor choices spoke volumes to me. Absolutely. And you know, I knew in those moments, whether what, if it was, you know, if it was a good or a bad choice, mm-hmm. you know, and I, so I, I understand that. And I think that our kids are going to know that as well. Um, and so I think you're exactly right. I think that they, I think when our kids make poor choices, if if and when, no, mm-hmm. when, when, 
they make poor choices, how are we going to react as parents in those moments? But I think for the most part, our kids make a lot of good choices and they need that positive reinforcement. Absolutely. Excellent job. Good job. Because last, last, last week we talked about the power of, Mm -hmm. you know, the power of the spoken word. Yes. You know, and it's, you know, our words have the power of life and And death. death. And, Mm -hmm. um, so in this, in a, in a day, our, I think our kids probably make so many more good choices than they would ever make poor choices. Right. And I, th- I think something that was very profound when Megan came in and I said something about her headband, she said, that's the nicest thing anybody has said to me all day. They, our kids get beat up. They do. So a lot. All the, constantly. And they don't need, they don't need anything more when they come home. Dang, she's cute. She is adorable. Who she belong to? Well, I think I know. I think I know. <laughs> And, and her mom's pretty What'd cute too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you know, so I mean, like they need, they need that, and they need that safe place. Unfortunately, I'm a human being as well, and I have my own issues. And I foul up all the time. I do. I do. And Me too. So, and um, I get tired, and I get grouchy, and I get, and so there has to be. I have to be full of grace to myself right. as well. So it's this. I really do. I know. No, I had a story about that. Is last night about being tired and just being. Oh, I had a know. nasty headache. You did. I was not, and I was thinking. I woke up this morning. Let me just. I really uh-huh. quick. I had a really nasty headache, and my kids wanted attention like they always do because you know I don't think kids can ever have enough, enough. attention. Mm-hmm. They really can't, and I did not have it for them. I really didn't. Right. We had been going all weekend and I was trying to be trying to do all things and be all things to them and all things to Andy and whatever. And last night I was done mm-hmm. and I just didn't have anything more. And I just kind of sent them away to do their own thing. And I asked them to kind of leave me alone. I, I, and I just didn't feel well. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh man, I wasn't a very good mom and I wasn't, you know, all these things. And I was like, Sarah, you got to stop that. Right. You just got to stop that because there comes a point where you just can't, you can't give anymore and you've just got to rest in the fact that you can't be everything Mm -hmm. and you can't do everything. And you just, and you've never been a loser. Right. (laughs) I'm not a loser. Praise God. (laughs) I'm not a loser. And, and, but it's okay for them to, it's okay for them to do other things. Mm-hmm. It's okay for other people to to meet some needs. It's okay for them to actually go to God and have right. him meet some of their needs. Right. Praise God, I'm not Jesus and I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to meet everybody's needs. <laughs> what a novel thought. You know, so it's kind of like those kinds of things and I and it's okay to not only um to extend grace to my kids and to extend grace to Andy, it's okay to extend grace to myself. To myself. Mm-hmm. And that is been very freeing for me mm-hmm. and um so i woke up this morning extending myself grace good girl how about that that is so good yeah that when we run um well last night and then i'll tell you this other story uh-huh. about megan and then i think we're just about to um so last night cliff and i were both exhausted and uh-huh. um it's time to get the kids to go to bed and so we do our little mad bucks thing which i don't think we've talked about here but um, and and then we just kind of send them to bed. He doesn't get up out of the chair. I don't get off the couch. We just kind of okay. We're done. I love you. Good night. Give me a kiss. Go to bed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and McKenna comes out like three or four times. No, she's six years old. Okay, she still expects to be tucked in. And um, and so on. Like the fourth time that she's come out of her room, Cliff looks at her and he goes, "You're out here again." We've asked you to go to bed. Can you just go to bed? And I looked at him after she went back to bed. I answered her. She asked a question. I answered it. She went back to bed. And I looked at him and I said, I think we need to extend them a little grace because we did just put them to bed without either one of us getting up from our current position. (laughs) Neither one of us could be bothered with actually making sure they made it to bed. It just sent them there. Right. So we. it was just, there are those moments where yes. you just, you have nothing left to, to extend to anyone, mm-hmm. anyone. Yes. Just right. depleted. Just completely depleted. So over Christmas break, and I'll go ahead and start our music as I tell this story. Okay. Over Christmas break, Megan was um, very comfortable with sleeping until noon and 
Noon? Noon. Meg. Yeah. Noon. Can you, Megan's look, in uh, here with here, us now. Here we have, look, see, I have a teenager. She sleeps until noon. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that is the definition of having a teenager, right? And, um, and so one day I'm like, Megan, you really, you need to do something. You need to do something other than sleep and watch TV. And she's like, mom, I'm not being lazy. I'm on energy saving mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Energy so, saving I'm, mode. I'm on energy saving mode. I'm like, I want to be on energy saving mode. When do moms get to be on energy saving mode? Right now. Okay. I'm going to use that, Megan. Energy saving Isn't mode. Isn't it great? Yes. I love that. Yes. So we need to plan an energy saving mode weekend. Yes. You and I. We do. Energy saving mode weekend. We talked about getting ourselves checked into the hospital just to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like a good. I think that sounds like a good plan. I think my chest kind of hurts right now. Yeah, my head's getting worse. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Everything's getting really foggy. Yeah. And this is what I love about a teenager because she's still sitting on my lap. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Only because I want. To. Only because she wants something. Let's not let's not make mistakes here. Only news? because she wants something. So, um, yeah. I think that about does it for this it does, week. Because we're, we're now going down in energy saving <laughs> mode. Right. We're done. What we're so done. News? She's pulling my um, headphones off my head and I'm not telling you bad news. Go away. So um, anyway, we just want to say thank you guys for um, for being on this journey with us and listening to us talk and tangent and ramble and and extending lots of grace extending to, lots of grace to, and to two women who want to go on energy saving mode right right now that's exactly right <laughs> guys we love you very much and um, yeah thanks for listening yeah yeah all right I'm turning the music up now oh, sounds great I'm distracted <laughs> I'm on energy saving mode <laughs>